they wouldn't know much about Shah Rukh Khan. My maybe my father might know something about Shah Rukh Khan, but if you go to the village side, they don't know much about Shah Rukh Khan. Shah Rukh Khan is being portrayed as a as a handsome man. When it comes to describing a beauty of a person, don't act like as if you're Shah Rukh Khan. Ah. So this kind of statements are made very often. So we know him. And for Tamil people, no matter how many uh, you know Miss World comes. It will only be Aishwarya for world beauty for us. I think that's for all Indians. Oh, would would Tamil girls be ready to marry someone outside of Tamil? Definitely, culture? definitely. We're really? So much ready. We actually, if you see, uh, almost half of the Tamil girls like North Indian guys. Really? Yes, half of the Tamil boys like Malayali girls. I can tell you on behalf of me and my Punjabi friends and bros, mm-hmm. we'd be very open to uh, <laughs> dating and marrying South Indian girls. Tamil <laughs> <laughs> right? girls like North Indian guys, to be honest. I know it's a, you know, four of the girls I've dated ever in my life out mm-hmm. of like maybe seven or eight have been South Indian because of intellectual conversation. Okay, don't go and tell a Tamil girl that you have dated four and five girls. Ah, You'll yeah. not be considered. Ah, well, then. Today's guest Kirti History is known for her YouTube channel where she's pretty straightforward. She says it like it is. She revisits wrongly taught sections of Indian history and that's what I thought today's episode would be about. But instead we focused a lot more on Tamil Nadu, on Tamil history, on Tamil politics, on Tamil culture and even on Tamil dating aspects. I feel Tamil Nadu is a country in itself especially when you go visit. And every Indian needs to understand more about Tamil Nadu because in many ways, it's the one part of our country that's still completely connected to its own ancient culture. Visiting Tamil Nadu is extremely culturally enriching. And if you haven't visited Tamil Nadu, I think today's podcast might just be a reason that you decide to visit. Fantastic conversation. This wasn't an interview. This was just two different worlds getting to know each other. If you're of Tamil origin, please spread this podcast as far and as wide as is possible. Uh, and if you're someone who's trying to learn about Tamil culture, or just learn about Indian culture in general, this is the podcast for you. TRS featuring Kirti history begins now. Another history special with Kirti History. How are you, Kirti? I'm good, Renvi. How are you? Good, good. Uh, I love that you studied history for your graduation. I haven't met too many people who've done that, honestly, in the modern day. Even the historians we've had on the show have studied something else and then switched to history over time. Uh, what do you study about when you're studying for your graduation? If you're studying history, everyone knows what you study about in school mm-hmm. and maybe even college. Lots of people drop history in 11th and 12th. But what happens when you study history in like senior college? So if you ask my case, um, in 11th and 12th, I did max biology actually. So <laughs> I wanted to become an archaeologist. So that's why in Tamil Nadu, we don't have that course. So my parents didn't allow me to go outside and study. So I had to choose history. Uh, but if you have to uh, talk about the syllabus, uh, it's still not much deep, I think, um, you know, the way we study. Uh, we have a thousand year old temple at my place. 
I didn't study a single line about the temple. So it's kind of uh, the same thing you study in school, but in a much elaborated way. Uh, the things that needs to be covered, it's not covered. So I I wouldn't say that uh, studying history is a as a graduation. You get to know a lot of things. You certainly don't. You're also a little pissed off about how history was taught to us in school and college. So I actually want to know what pissed you off, like about history, and that's what's resulted in you being fiery and straight to the point. I'm sure there's a lot of people who dislike your point yeah. of view as well. So just tell me a little bit more about this. So I'm just asking you what I've studied history in your schools. When you get to know about the do the another side of the story, the things that were not told enough, you kind of feel disappointed, right? So imagine I dedicated my career into this. I got uh, you know medical seat, Siddha medical seat. I refused it. I chose history. This as my career, and I've been taught nothing but bullshit. So why do you say that? Like, what specifically was bullshit? I'll tell you an example. When I realized uh, uh, how the history we have been taught is is not the real history. So uh, it it was at the end of my college. You know, the last semester, and we are reading the last uh, part of the you know subject, and it's about the Tamil Nadu history. Uh, it was mentioned that the there's a river in. Chennai. It's called Kuvam River. The Kuvam River was flourishing after this. Uh, two. They mentioned the Karnataka and Chennai. The two leaders. They did a lot of uh, you know welfare schemes for that river, and the river kind of flourished after their period. They asked me to when the teacher said that. I was kind of. I literally know that's that's literally a drainage now. So why do you expect? I can see that that's a drainage. Why do you expect me to write that? They did a lot of, uh, you know, welfare. They might have done, but they didn't give any result. You so, mean the the river's condition right now is actually really bad. It's so drainage. It's not river. It, it, it's a drainage. Completely it's a drainage. Like it's used for sewage. Yeah, it's it's not river anymore. It's a drainage, and it's not a history that's hundred years back. It's just uh, like what, thirty uh, years back. So we. that kind of pissed me off like why do you expect me expect me to write this in the exams but i know this thing is not true but then i realized that history is written in favor of the people who are in power so maybe that's why uh, i started to you know uh, kind of getting li- little pissed off about the things and getting to know behind the scenes maybe okay i think now the audience is in a position where they're getting to know the real nature of independence and this takes nothing away from gandhi ji who also had his own role to play in like the whole independence movement you can't paint it entirely as white or black that's what i've come yes, to know through yes. the yes it has show a lot of well. gray areas it's okay. we cannot answer it either this or that it has a lot of gray areas you're from tamil nadu yes how do tamilians look at the independence movement in general how do tamilians look at if we have if i have to be answer from the political point of view tamil uh, i'm sure it it must not be a shock for you tamil nadu as for a separate nation the the tamil political parties when the uh, the parties that are in power now uh, the there were back then we had justice party during the independent movement uh, the people we celebrate now maybe the kind of people who are against getting independence the thing is um how we look at independence is uh, how we taught mostly about the um, of course himsa uh, moment and we had few other tamil revolutionaries so we kind of celebrate that uh, for example we have vanjinathan he's like uh, some somewhat like bahat singh 
but okay. a tamilian version okay. uh, so there are a lot of revolutionaries we recognize a lot we have uh, bharatiya who is a poet who fought a lot uh, for the freedom movement he was he was uh, not a revolutionary but his words are revolutionary he wrote a lot of things that inspired a lot of people so tamilians uh, we are standing i can say in the middle but if we have to look at from the politicians point of view uh, they as per a separate nation for sure and uh, in 1947 have, uh, in not in 1947 in the, i think in the 1960s they they keep on asking for it only uh, the kamaraja was in rule until 1960 something uh, he's from from the congress uh, so until then there was no problem after that the dravidian movement you know started taking the power they kind of asked for the what what is this dravidian movement thing i hear only my tamil friends talking about mm-hmm. this because i actually as a kid in mumbai you've just heard dravidian with respect to indus valley civilization and that's it okay you don't have too much political understanding of the dravidian movement so what is this whole dravidian see um, the dravid what we mentioned as dravidian thing is basically dravidam in the sense it covers the south southern part of uh, india so the southern you can say kerala andhra karnataka tamil we call this as dravidan nadu which means dravidian country so but it's not alive in people don't talk about it in much other states uh, they don't even talk about it to be honest but yeah. only in tamil nadu it's, uh, it's alive because the political parties are named after that even they don't keep up this ideology to be honest but they but they named after the you know uh, if you if you have to take the dmk that is in power it's dravida munetra kalagam and the admk anait india anna dravida munetra kalagam so it's all dravidam is named after that so they they kind of forced to uh, keep it alive even though they they know very well that it's not alive anymore so but it's is it's not like a separatist movement or anything that's alive right now it was a separatist movement uh, back then but uh, i think the in the 1960s late 1960s uh there was a act uh, passed i guess um if any political party um speaks against the nation or, you know in the motive of separatism that party will be banned only after that uh, tamil nadu back then chief minister annamurai uh, anna durai uh, gave up that idea before that they were very serious about it but what was the logic of wanting a separate nation it's just cheap political ideology to be honest okay It's, it's like not, riling people up for votes. Yeah. See, the thing is, uh, we Tamil people, to be honest, um, there's a hate built against the North Indians. To yeah. be honest, like, yeah. there's a. I'll, I'll tell you, as a North, and I come to Tamil Nadu a lot. You know, yes. for vacations, mm-hmm. for meeting friends, mm-hmm. etc. I'll tell you what the vibe is. I clearly look North Indian. I think. Do I look North Indian? Like little kind bit? of. Yeah. Okay. At least some Gujarati situation yes, going on. Yes. At least. uh there is a not from my friends but if i meet a stranger if i go to eat mm-hmm. somewhere and you know someone serving me there'll first be little one arm distance and the moment i smile at them then it all melts and then it's uh. normal like once they sense that you're okay which makes me think that most tamilians have either had bad experiences with people outside the five southern states and i don't blame them for it like you know there's a lot of north indians who could be a little brash it's just a part of some parts of north india it's a part of their culture so i get that whole brash outlook and parallelly when you understand south indian culture in general it's very pavam like i don't know how uh. it's very it's very like what's the english word for it soft uh. polite 
well behaved we are we are soft people to be honest yeah. we are very emotional people like uh-huh. we are very much emotional towards everything we, we can't take things as maybe that's why i'm too much emotional about things we can't take things lightly uh, for example even if you take tamil we don't say we speak tamil we say we breathe tamil mm. so we are very much emotionally attached to everything so why this hate towards north india is because of the it's it's purely political thing mm. they kind of built it to be honest uh, and the thing i remember the first time i encountered it uh, i was in i think 10th standard uh, i was in a bus there was this uh, poor north indian guy you know sitting in the bus the conductor you know he comes and asks ticket for you know he gives ticket for everyone that guy was sitting you know near a window he was just looking out at the bus has not started yet it was standing uh i was uh, you know just a seat behind that guy so when he came to the he was talking politely to everybody when he came to that guy he used a very vulgar abusive term to call him and say why what are you looking out outside can't you take ticket like i was so pissed off at that like that guy didn't do anything he was just looking outside there was there was already people looking outside you just called them politely and asked for the ticket you could have done the same thing with them definitely the north indian people especially maybe you might have not encountered it the poor people are treated so badly for sure mm. i have i've seen in my own eyes i can't uh, you know just because i'm a tamilian i can't say oh no we are we are so super sweet it's a it's a political ideology you know keep they they kept on building it for years and people are it's it's on the minds of people to be honest okay. so i've seen them in my own own eyes and i kind of feel bad for it especially the poor people are treated so badly there might be a flip side also like maybe people from the five southern states are not treated well in parts of north india also maybe i have been to no, i have not been to north india much to be honest i have like been here like one or two times so of course i think it's the 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 time i went to surat uh, it was all nice but when they know that i don't speak hindi mm. they started uh, you know showing the little attitude things and if if you if you come to my social media page everything i, I spoke about a lot of things history you know uh, about the rulers there'll be at least one comment you don't know hindi are you ashamed of being a hindian you don't speak hindi mm. that pisses me off to be honest how how do tamil people our age mm-hmm. feel about this whole hindi speaking thing and make it compulsory we won't take it for sure even, even i'm saying we won't take it see the thing is apart just even if you leave tamilian people imagine we are right now in maharashtra i landed here around 8 in the morning uh, it's been like what 4 uh, 5 hours nobody you know spoke to me in marathi if you come to in, if you come to tamil nadu everybody will speak to you in tamil but why is nobody talking in marathi here in mumbai everybody is talking in you know hindi i'm not saying i'm not like uh, you know hindi i'm not speaking against hindi but don't you think it's killing the language is the basis of a culture once your language died your culture is gone for sure what in the language how how the language is going to die when you don't communicate on a daily basis in a language your your language will die a natural death so it's i feel really bad to be when you know when it's my second time in mumbai last time also i felt very bad because nobody speaking in marathi like why it's it's sad to be honest hindi is good you keep it as a communicational language but hindi has this power 
to take over the language see for every census year for every 10 years one language is getting out of the gazettes one language is going out of the gazettes so imagine i cannot even imagine a day but that tamil will be out of the you know gazettes tamil will not be a language anymore i cannot imagine that i cannot imagine a day i'm going on the streets and nobody speaking to me in tamil and everybody speaking to me in the i cannot imagine a day like that uh it's it's really sad that hindi has this power of taking over the native language which i don't think english has so hindi has this power of taking over this native languages i think it has killed already so many languages especially if you go to bihar there's so many uh, i think there were five six languages back then like uh, 50 60 years back it's mostly uh, hindi now so hindi has this power but if you ask me as a tamilian point of view i'm super against uh, about imposing it on us mm. i you know when before the social media you know thing when the politicians speak about you know they always speak about hindi i was always kind of against them what's your problem what's wrong in a learning you know language if i if i have to if i had the option to choose i would definitely choose hindi i'm learning hindi to be honest now nowadays but uh if you have to impose it on me see you are indian you have to speak hindi i'm i'm not up for that the one thing i've learned about tamil people and like correct me if mm-hmm. i'm wrong is that uh, they will really celebrate heroes yeah. in terms of if there's one very strong leader yes. they'll be open to listening to what this leader yes, does yes. says what is this person's character and they back human beings yeah. much more than anything you could say the same for the rest of the country but it's a little more in tamil nadu i feel yes. which is why dhoni is celebrated so much yes. which is why you have icons like jailalitha yeah. there's always it's a very icon centric culture but that person needs to win over the yeah, population that's a very uh, actually deep point actually if you see the tamil nadu history we were never after a party you know we were never after supporting a party tamil people are always after human beings yes after a leader we need a leader to hold on so i think uh, you take uh, another way uh, in the back time and then we had uh, karnanathi uh, then we had mjr then we had jalalta these all are very powerful pe- people uh, of course they had negative sides too i'm not denying that but they all very they match very much impact on the people so tamil nadu is always after a leader we need a leader to hold on we don't go after a party to be honest uh, let's let's see ADMK now um it's a uh, Jayalalitha's party now Jayalalitha is gone uh, we don't see any leader there so it's kind of the party is you know going down in the lane so the votes shift to then the most powerful leader. yes the votes definitely shift because we we don't if we don't see a leader powerful leader in the place we wouldn't go for it to be okay. honest only the the party members who are in the party for a very long time will be keep supporting them the common people will shift their head so fast so that's why i think annamale is going in the right direction because uh, in the past in the bjp people were not so opinionated whatever you know they were kind of very diplomatic uh, they since the hate is there for bjp in tamil nadu they wouldn't speak against that also whenever the conversation of hindi imposition comes they wouldn't speak against that also but annamalai what he is doing now if hindi is imposed in tamil nadu i'll be the first person to come on the streets and protest for it you can mm. rely me on that so this kind of statements people started seeing him as a leader the i remember the last time i'm, I'm not belittling anyone but um, 
I very well remember people made fun of uh, Tamilisai Saundarajan, uh, the previous uh, BJP chief. Uh, in a meeting, she was speaking, there were only four or five people sitting there. So she was being ridiculed for that. She's a very nice woman, to be honest. But now if you have to see the crowd that's coming for Anamalai, you can definitely say that's a huge change. That, that's an uncontrollable crowd for him. So people started seeing him as a leader because he's kind of very honest and, you know, very, very straightforward in what he's saying. He's ready to stand against the, you know, the central power if it's needed. So I think uh, that is what needed. People need a leader here. Okay. Uh, they basically vote for people they respect and they respect people if you're brave enough to actually yes. express the people's yes. voice. Because the people's voice will find its own haters. Yeah. So someone's being diplomatic, you actually lose votes in Tamil Nadu. For sure. You, you cannot, you know, you cannot play diplomatic in Tamil Nadu. Do you have to yeah. be so... Uh, this is a bit of a stereotype, but you know, the stereotype associated with Kerala is that mm. everyone is extremely educated for many generations. So the level of conversation is like pretty high, even if you go down to a village. For example, I have a Malayali friends who say that in their families' villages, there are people who watch American YouTubers like Casey Neistat. Oh. So I want to ask you that parallel question for Tamil Nadu. How's the level of education in the villages? Because every Tamil person I speak to, especially mm-hmm. age, is very much engaged with politics, much more than people in Mumbai or people in Calcutta or Bangalore. Is that a part of Tamil culture that you're supposed to know what's happening politically? Uh, see, we know these things because it's kind of always a dramas going on, always. It's it's kind of engaging, to be honest. Okay. There's something will always be happening. Somebody will, you know, uh, will come up with something and they will you know, debunk the other party. There's, if you if you have to see the last uh, five, six years of Tamil Nadu politics, so many drastic changes happen. Man, you won't even believe the kind of things, especially I was in, when that time I was in college, uh, Jailalita, Madam died and you should see the kind of dramas that happened. Like we were sitting in the college uh, after Jailalita, her friend, um, uh, Sasikala was, you know, she was trying to take the power um, and the governor was, I think uh, he's in Delhi. She wanted uh, the, the final judgment of the corruption case is going to come in two days. So she wanted to take the oath to become the chief minister beca- before the you know judgment. judgment comes. So she was calling the uh, governor from Delhi, but he refused to come. So uh, then uh, the judgment date come. We were we were sitting in college. We were at the at, I think at the two thirty in the uh, afternoon the judgment was come. We were all so the, all the classroom. So we were like, what happened? We don't know what happened because uh, mobile phones are obviously not allowed in our college. When ma'am enters the college, we were like, ma'am, ma'am, tell us what happened. What happened? What was the judgment? So when the when they told that she was banned from politics, we were like overall shouting that the college entire you know building it kind of blown off so people are that much interested because there's so much dramas going on this doesn't happen in mumbai colleges Uh, it happens so much like people are so much engaged with politics because the political you know political parties their target is youngsters in tamil nadu really yes why because what the angsters are thinking, that's going to pave the way for the... On a very micro level, is it because the youngsters will influence the parents to vote in a particular direction? Um, I don't think so. Uh, I don't parents think... and youngsters will vote for different... Yes. 
in my house wow. we 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 do that doesn't happen in the rest of india you seriously yeah in in my house we do that like uh, for example my parents support a particular party because they stand for the caste but i don't do that when they said uh, you you got to vote for him i said no i'm not doing that i don't mm. uh, this guy is talking for a caste whoever is standing for a caste will will not be a good leader For, okay. in my opinion okay. so you you just care about a particular community you just uh, care about the because just because the vote vote bank so i'm not standing up for that they they that wouldn't be even much discussion oh you don't know what it's just fine from everything you've told me about uh, tamil culture this is like a tamil culture 101 for me mm-hmm. as like a north indian though i've traveled there though i have tamil friends madan gauri is a good friend of mine mm-hmm. he has also given me a lot of nice educational uh discourses but I'm learning so much more in detail because of this kind of a format. The one thing I've realized is, see, as as a Punjabi, I'm very proud of being Punjabi, but it's more like I'm party proud. Like I like saying it, like, "Hey, I'm Punjabi." You know, I expect that people will have fun, etc. I there is a certain swag with it, uh, but there is not that ferocity with my identity the way Tamil Nadu people have it. There's a lot of uh, pride in identity, which is a good yes. thing, which I think comes from like. history yeah i know a very surface level amount about the chola empire and the whole game of thrones situation that yeah. went on there that's a whole other story but uh, what i have figured is there was some very important things done in that phase of the there was three empires right yeah so chola chera pandya yeah so in that in, and and there was all inter jain inter hindu yeah. uh, battles and uh, cultural yes. tiffs and everything but that phase of tamil history has just really created the sense of pride in all even modern day tamilians yes. that's where it's come from am i right in yes, like saying exactly, all this yes exactly exactly because they tied multiple uh, ethnic groups together and made it tamil nadu that yes. phase of uh, tamil history yes and that leads to all the tamilian people today speaking about the language more young people following politics politicians using those emotional yes. things as weapons to get votes yes. uh what else what else about tamil nadu would you like to like highlight this is just like a tamil culture 101 episode so the thing is uh as much we are you know very much attached to the language i think it's kind of the identities are getting you know destroyed a little bit not a little bit even more you do you know we have uh, numbers in tamil we have been used in india that's all i know ambadapatta Uh, <laughs> no man, that's just a translation. We actually have symbols of numbers in Tamil even before the numbers numericals we are following now. Okay. The numbers, but most of the people don't know this. Symbols of the numbers. Yes, just like how you write one, two. We have numbers, that kind of numbers in Tamil itself. We have okay. different uh, symbols for that. Okay. So there's so many identities with the language is it can completely function on its own, but people are. you know they don't proud taking up their identity to be honest the modern day culture um for for example see anything uh, that there was a controversy i hope uh, you must have you know about effort when the ponin selvan movie came mm. um the one of the he's my favorite director to be honest which maran sir said um they are trying to portray raja raja cholan has hindu so he was a hindu what was the issue there because the thing is people are not taking pride in being a hindu in tamil nadu you you shouldn't if you say i'm a hindu you are like you are 
you're seen like a extremist person you should oh. in tamil nadu you're forced to be a secularist that, that's happening in the rest of india as well like oh, okay. we are we also portrayed as extremists only because we talk about hinduism uh-huh. but i mean the other stuff is not highlighted like i feel i'm one of the most deeply secular human beings but mm-hmm. only because i speak about hinduism as a content creator i'm also painted as an extremist yes exactly see the thing is we can be secularism i in my idea of secularism is i respect yours but i embrace mine this is the idea of secularism must be i don't think i need to put down mine to talk great things about yours hmm. that's a stupid uh, you know idea of doing things i think that's what happening in tamil nadu anything about a few the, the most of the hate the kind of you know history i'm speaking uh, the most of the hate that that's coming for me is from the tamil people only so really? yes yes it's from the tamil people they calling you an extremist for talking about yes see the lot of times our people told me that i'm being paid by bjp by like i don't know anyone from that party like i'm i'm kind of no one really approached me to be honest even i expected that people might approach me for this <laughs> but no one did for did mm. really but the thing is anything that you are doing in the name of hindu is being looked down upon the people who are especially the educated uh, you know youngsters anything you do they consider it as superstition people are not taking part in the rituals anymore i was a see the the idea of the basic education system in tamil nadu the basic things you learn in in school days you are forced to be an atheist you are you the the situation is like that if you are any other way you're seen like an odd one odd one person what do you mean situation like that like the education system of course you... i'll tell you something i studied in a school in tamil nadu we have this very idea of girls keeping flowers on a on a daily basis my mom does that i don't do that for definitely if i keep flower on my head i feel really uncomfortable because for all those 12 years i was not allowed to and in, in my school i was restricted from you know keeping flowers in my head which is a very much part of that local culture ah but that was restricted in my school uh, in my fourth standard i was wearing one small jhumka small jhumka it was not big grand one it's very small when i wore that to school they removed it and kept it with them they asked me to bring my father for wearing jhumka because in my school you're not allowed to wear big jhumkas you're not allowed to wear uh, you know grand uh, bangles my father is an anklet maker i never wore anklet on a daily basis in my life i used to in a, as a child but when i went to school they asked me to remove it and to get the jhumka back my father had to walk 6 months to get it back he had to walk multiple times to the headmaster so imagine will my father again ever force me to wear the jhumka again he won't obviously so this is i think a very subtle level of uh you know cultural destruction happening yeah, okay See, cultural destruction even though i want to embrace the culture now i cannot wear a big jhumkas now this is my okay. daily you know kind of thing i i'm getting uncomfortable even though i want to i don't feel like myself anymore because that's how i grew up all my life i would assume that most people our age in tamil nadu at least are slightly spiritually inclined but you're saying they're not like it's this whole atheism situation is much more highlighted see in, i'll just give you a simple example if you're an atheist you'll you look as a knowledgeable person ah okay you rational, understand this rational yeah. mathematical you scientific. understand this okay 
Fair. Um, I want to know what people think of Sadhguru. Because I hear very extreme opinions all the time. I've had the honor of interacting with him twice in my life. Uh, I don't agree with everything he says. And he's also been one of the most impactful voices that's ever come across. That's ever uh, happened to my life. Especially in college when I needed to hear the things he was saying. Set a lot of foundations for me. Yeah. As I've grown older, some of his opinions I'm not completely in agreement with. Okay. Uh, I want to know what the average Tamil person thinks. Because you hear all sorts of extreme things. You either hear uh, extremely positive or extremely negative. I rarely hear a grey opinion on Sadhguru. Uh, and I think the narrative from the negative side is this whole elephant corridor thing that he took up. A, I don't even know what the narrative is, but it's something like he's taken up uh, area from uh, tribal people. He's uh, uh, caused deforestation in that particular jungle. It used to be an elephant corridor. Now it's the Isha Foundation Center. But then Sadhguru himself has said that no, he has all the legal documents that show that he has not uh, taken land away from anyone and everything that he's doing is legal. He took the permission of the people. I've gone to the Isha Foundation Center where you have actually the local villagers visiting on uh, festivals and there didn't seem to be any animosity. They have respect for Sadhguru. Um, when you actually visit the Isha Foundation, you feel a certain... Vibe. Yeah, very, very strong energy, but you, you have to go there to experience. Yeah. But most people would probably put Sadhguru in the same bracket as Godman, Guru, and just jump to conclusions about his negative stuff. Parallelly, I also know that nothing pisses off politicians more than someone gaining power. Yeah. And if the politicians are controlling the news, they can control the narratives about it. Of course, of Joe course. Joe Rogan in the West is painted as a demon because he's taken power a little bit away from news channels and politicians. I believe people like Sadhguru are at that level of power. Because technically, he is one of the biggest influencers in the country. He's influencing so many minds. Yeah. So many powerful minds. Because there's upper middle class, rich people who are also yes. followers of Sadhguru. That pisses off politicians. And they paint an extremely bad picture. What is the general... Audience. Yeah. What's the general narrative? Am I right in saying all this? Have I missed out Yes. Anyone? So, the thing is, as I said earlier, people, the corporate people, what they, how do they get to know things from news? So what they show in the news, that's how common people will understand things. See, um, I'll tell you, we have this very common idea in Tamil Nadu. Anyone who coming as a Hindu sage or anything, we are against, the, against that person. I'll tell you my experience. I did my, um, you know, Isha course when uh, I was at the holidays after my 12th standard. So my uncle said he wants to take me to the yoga class. So I went there when I see the photo of Sadhguru, I was like so pissed off. I'm not doing, I'm not following this man. So I'm not doing this. The, the, the build up idea in my head. He's a, yeah, he's a, like a fake guru, a God man. So I don't want to, I don't want to definitely do that. He said, just sit. If you don't want to like it, just sit and listen to this. If you don't want to like it, don't follow it. Why do you, you know, have this idea of before getting to know things? Then I was like, sit. Two, three days, I was like, uh, I know what you're doing. I know how you're trying to, you know, uh, make me see you as a good person. Then in the fifth day, I actually transformed. The, the things have started working for me. And I'm someone, I'm telling you, I worked in the Asia Foundation for three months, uh, like I think five years back. So I worked in the archives. So I'm very sure there's not even one thing that's happening illegally there. They're very much kind of the people who follows, you know, the ethical people, the 
I'm not much in touch with Isha now. Uh, but back back in those days, I was you know actively yeah. engaging with Isha Foundation. So I worked in their AKFs. They're very much uh, ethical people. They very much follows the laws of the you know the nation. They they don't um, try to violate any rules or anything. They they're kind of people who follows everything, whatever yeah. that's been said. But the common people, if you have to take it. Uh, that is definitely a hate but those who get to know about him uh, it's definitely i would say sadguru's uh, whatever teachings is there it's definitely life changing but the common people he's always been portrayed as a negative person not just him anybody who is coming as a representative of a hindu you know uh, teachings he'll be looked down on tamil culture I'm very sad to say this, but that this is what happening. People don't even see what he's trying to say. People don't even see what what all the things he's doing. The we are, the the narratives kind of narratives people said. There's there are some Tamil channels. I'll I'll tell you the things they say about the Isha Foundation. They are just pointing of a simple thing. They're just building their own version of story, which is not a lot, not at all happening there. I've been there. They're they're telling about a game. It's a game actually. After the uh, you know the class, you play this game. A ball will be thrown upon the air, and people around the you know uh, all all the people will gather, and you'll you'll have to keep the ball in the air. You shouldn't let the touch the ground. If you let the touch the ground, you'll have to um, do it from the start again. You'll have to finish hundred. And the, like the it's new, like volleyball. It's kind of no, no. It's kind of all people gathering and standing together. You'll have to keep the ball up in the air. If it touches the ground, you'll have to start again. Okay. You'll have to count a hundred. So the teachers will, you know, uh, will say in the terms because after that game, uh, they they talk, they give a very funny game of food, food kind of game. It's not food actually. You make a symbol of food and or play something out of it. Okay. The Tamil new, news media actually is saying that uh, they give a ball. Uh, 200 people and it has you know you have to keep it up in the air. If you touch the ground until you finish under, you'll not be given breakfast. You'll mm. not be given. You'll not be fed if you go to that. Uh, you know they are saying it in a very serious uh, you know manner that people are not being fed. The to, kind of things they are making up. Twisting reality for the sake of narratives. It's very much twisting reality. And if you have to see that elephant corridor issue. The Tamil Nadu government itself very much cleared that there is no elephant garda in the Coimbatore itself. There is mm. no elephant garda in Coimbatore. Leave the Isha Foundation. I think the elephant garda is in Uti, Udugamandalam. It there is no elephant garda in Coimbatore, but still these people are keep saying the same things again and again. Mm. I think the Isha Foundation is not uh, uh, ready to pay anybody. If if they pay some kind of money, the people will speak for them also. And the, you must have also known that there is a a huge property of karunya next to there's also politics in that that's a christian missionary uh, like a few kilometers away from karunya sorry ishaga center it's playing a huge part in that i strongly believe that it's playing a huge part in that because it's a very big um, they own the land um, multiple sizes bigger than the ishaga center they they have colleges they have hospitals it's a very big uh, christian missionary in tamil nadu i think they are playing a huge part in against this hate propaganda against the issue because maybe it's just another instance from human culture there is always going to be religious competition it's uh, a part of living together yeah. as human beings ah uh, 
you know i'll tell you wh- why i'm not asking you about this further and why i'm stopping you because i don't know enough of the other side's narratives yeah other than what i've already said that i believe that sadguru has been accused of killing his wife and this whole elephant corridor thing uh but neither side is going to completely agree about a neutral debate you See, know i think this is going to go on we do even if we don't agree we we are not even ready to look at it there yeah, are enough okay. evidences to say I, I, of course we we cannot come to a conclusion about his wife um, we are not sure we only know what he is saying what the other people who lived with that women saying uh, but the thing is we are not even ready to look into what happened we are just simply see i'm telling about me now i don't uh, know thing about sadguru but i was against him just because of this conditional this mm-hmm. this mindset I think anything about hinduism is something it's not good yeah. for us conditioning is a big demon in modern day human society and the biggest conditioning happens through social media uh that's the truth about everyone our age millennials gen z's we need to sit down and address the fact that we are entirely conditioned because of algorithms yeah. the news uh our parents generation and their thoughts when in truth reality is something extremely different extremely secular extremely centrist and extremely in the need of human unity especially as indians if not general human unity of the world uh geopolitically speaking there are dangerous times coming up and if indians of all religions don't get united uh we're going to be in trouble because we're not going to focus on the things that matter which for me in many ways is business and making money maybe that's a very capitalistic way of looking at things but i feel that we're going to get left behind as a nation if we keep having these interreligious fights i don't know what is uh what is the tamil take on that is there is there narratives like this at all about like entrepreneurship capitalism like okay for example this shark tank india mm-hmm. created a massive entrepreneurship wave especially in north india okay is there a bit of an entrepreneurship or capitalistic wave in south india as well it's not that to it's be not honest there. to Why? be honest it's not it reached the, the tamil nadu i believe because uh, i don't see it's happening anywhere outside uh, okay. the mentality the way we study in school uh, you got to get a job otherwise you're a failure if you don't get a job you're a failure for sure i was told as a failure all my life like since because uh, you know i studied history i didn't uh, get into a good job i was told as a failure all my life only those who get into a good job good paying job is considered as a successful person unless you but there's always my father's generation they are business people but this uh, education na this education conditions your mind that you got to be working you know if, if my father tells my brothers that you shouldn't do this work what i am doing you should go and sit in a ac room corporate office and work for that they are they are thinking that is the highest thing mm. even though my father will make double the amount of what someone sitting in a corporate office makes is money not celebrated enough in south india in general ah uh, yes that's that's the yes. truth right i know that because i've been to coimbatore and i've met an industrialist who was in a uh, maruti suzuki swift and he's probably got more than 2000 crores in his bank yeah but it's all hidden and that's the truth about a lot of tamil nadu for sure but it's generally the truth about the five southern states that showing off your money or even just chasing money is slightly looked down upon yes yes why see we have this thing uh, even if you see the cinema industry the way the you know bollywood celebrities speak if you come and speak like that in tamil nadu even for one time your career will be finished 
the way they you are bragging about yourself you got to be down to earth you are forced to be down to earth in tamil nadu you you shouldn't brag about yourself you should be down to earth a person uh, i know a lot of uh, you know rich people if you're bragging about yourself people will definitely talk bad about you uh, the, the, the the even the celebrities uh, i mean the entrepreneurs you say in uh, in tamil nadu they mostly don't drive rd or you know bmw they'll have a simple car they lead a simple life also i believe the per capita income of tamil nadu is pretty high yeah. or generally south india is a very hot zone for a lot of the country's businesses yeah. like at monkey our talent management mm-hmm. we get marketing inquiries just for the south zone a lot and people want influencers from the south they want influencer marketing campaigns that are purely built for tamil nadu etc that's how much money is there to be deployed but for some reason money is not culturally celebrated it's what you're saying that humility is celebrated instead yeah my question again is why aren't young tamil boys and girls thinking about <laughs> creating business because business effectively in so many ways is engineering you have to just get your way through problems you have to do strategy and you guys are great at engineering you're great at mathematics so it's very obvious to me that you all should take up business but of course it it would be great i i think as a you know um the the very way our education system is built you if you're not getting if you not got you know get into a job you're seen as a failure that's very much very prevalent in tamil nadu you can see yeah. that on a very daily basis you got to get into a job you shouldn't even take up your father's occupation he, my father like he earns on 50000 a month he's just a anklet maker is working with just a uh, two more people in house my mother and father just want one more person working and they are making good enough money if the work is there of course now the season is off but if the work is there they can surely make uh, up to 1 lakh a month so that's a quite good money for the village side so but my father don't want my brothers to take up this job because he finds it hard because he finds it less respectable really less respectable only the white collar jobs what do you say mm. uh they are considered respectable positions you got to you got to sit in a office work wow. like that you got to be a doctor is a big cultural difference you know yeah like especially in gujarat and punjab if you're earning money you're you're yeah. like that's that's your equation of respect here's humility here it's uh image in society but okay. of course if you make it big uh people will definitely celebrate you if you become a rich person definitely people will celebrate okay. you but to reach that state now your own family won't allow you to end this particular tangent i just want to ask you a little bit about gen z tamil nadu is the mentality very different of like teenagers today yes it's it's in the different in the sense what you are asking very honestly in bombay mm-hmm. and in delhi mm-hmm. it's a lot It's a lot of differences. I feel like this is another country full mm-hmm. of kids. Like they are way more informed, mm-hmm. like very intelligent, very emotionally aware and sensitive. Okay, uh, and sometimes they use that negatively, so they oh, know okay. exactly what to say that will hurt you. Also, very emo, like high EQ, high IQ. I also strongly believe that there's a lot more mental health issues because they are that uh. much more on social media. There's a lot of comparison mentality. The downsides are. uh there's a lot of fomo in terms of they want to show off their money a lot more without having achieved sometimes in some cases people are, don't stick to processes long enough i don't see too many gen zs who can stick to something difficult for very long and again i think that's an outcome of having so much social media so early in life uh again i'm generalizing of course there's exceptions or not 
it's a lot more sexual and you know all that aspect is like yeah. way more than it was at people with people eyes yes yes do you see that with in tamil nadu no well? it's it's not the same really? case in tamil nadu i I'm, i can assure that because in tamil culture uh if everything is secondary first thing is your discipline and how you you know behave with really it's it's is the first thing i'll tell you i was a very bright student i'll be the top of the class all the time but not, my parents never prized that like you know education i'll tell you something i was a very you know uh, top I'll, I'll 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 always be the top of the class my brothers are very average students they'll, they'll just pass the exams but i don't know about much uh, about the educated parents but my parents never compared each other they never mm. uh, you know treated like that uh, it will always be your discipline for, for you know comes first if you go to the parents teachers meeting they'll mostly discuss about your discipline your behavior your, your behavior how you behave how you handle things you should respect elders you should uh, you know you should be ethical ethics is you know uh, very much rooted in tamil culture you cannot be unethical you shouldn't be uh, i was very in my culture in my in my household it was very much uh, deep rooted they they never sit and take you classes like see you should be like this they live that way so we are also yeah. coming up that way it's it's very much ethical ethics oriented culture it's very much a uh, discipline oriented culture but of course uh, there are you know we speak it's not like we wouldn't speak against our parents not like that we speak all the time but we are more of a ethical side we wouldn't do anything that f- that we find unethical um it's it's kind of uh, when it when when it comes to the upcoming teenagers things they are getting little overboarded i i definitely see that but in tamil culture parents has a control over that oh, okay. so the the depression kind of things parents has a control over that so it's not going much overboard like in the north uh, i definitely see that in yeah. mumbai delhi things what did you think of mumbai before you ever came here in life like um, what was your image of mumbai what my image um uh, bollywood okay uh city uh i was i was really shocked when i you know came out of the airport for the first time i saw a girl wearing a very short dress just she just walking so normally mm. uh, you know in the street i was like wow that will never happen in tamil nadu you cannot uh, even if it's for the boys they 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 sh- they won't be able to wear a very short dress and go out like you shorts should, yeah even for shorts <laughs> like if really? you go you know shorts and go out your parents will definitely scold you really for boys also yeah because uh, you got to keep your uh, you got to be little modest in tamil nadu so i wear shorts obviously i wear at home but i won't go out, uh, go out wearing that i have a very silly question for you because mm-hmm. this podcast began with thinking we'll talk about history and now we've entirely <laughs> just spoken about understanding tamil nadu much more in detail i think every kid in india knows who rajnikanth is now today even a kid in like nagaland might know rajnikanth is uh kid in like you know remote kashmir will know uh my point is that what actually causes superstardom in tamil culture in the first place for someone to get known on a national level first you need to kill it in tamil nadu yeah why are people drawn to kamal hasan or rajnikanth for that matter but who else would you put in that category for superstar yeah, for like national level superstar but coming out of tamil nadu 
see i'll tell you something about rashnikan um in tamil nadu you see kamal hasan is someone who will always brag about himself he's a, but he can do that he's that kind of a personality he's he's just a goat in that when it comes to acting writing directing anything you take he is if you if you have to say he's much 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 higher in all these categories than rajnikanth kamal hasan talent wise talented he's so much talented mm. but the thing is he's little advanced to the common minds of the people okay. he's kind of little advanced to the common audience of tamil nadu but rajnikanth knows the pulse of the audience he he can rajnikanth in someone he doesn't need a comedian in his movie he can do comedy he can do um, his comedies work that's the best thing he can do comedy he can do um, you know emotional things he can do uh, adventures he is some he is someone who can give entire thing in a package so the kind of movies he did if you see it in the past everything is a super hit but if you see uh, the kamal hasan movies it it's not super hit but it's quality movies it's respected it's respected movies it's quality okay. it's blockbuster but rajnikant is a different package you see him he's so down to earth he's so talented he knows the pulse of the audience he know what audience wants so every almost all the careers of uh, rajnikant most of the 99% of the movies are blockbusters mm. so who's going to come after so you know rajnikan Th- there was actually a debate going on uh, uh vijay taking its uh, its place i think there's a huge uh, possibilities for that yeah yeah because like, he's giving that kind of fits he's um that he's capturing the young minds actually okay. but he's being vijay setupati no 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 it's um, just vijay vijay it's okay. vijay hmm. uh ilya talabadi vijay so vijay is someone he is going to get into politics for sure but it's the case of when it's happening okay so he made that kind of you know symbolic statement in many places if you watch his audio launch speaks it's very much uh, he always especially after the see there's a vacuum after jailalitha and karnanidhi's death they kind of died in, at the same time so the two leaders of the nation they are, you know the two leaders of the state gone now there's a vacuum only uh, karnanidhi has a son stalin who's now a chief minister he established as a potential leader there's no leader at the other end so people a lot of from the you know kind of from from all of the field are emerging as a leader let's say kamal hasan he didn't come to politics when karnanidhi and jailalitha was in politics uh vijay he didn't he tried to talk but he was a lot of time uh you know being pushed to the extreme by the politicians because he had political talks uh, especially by jailalitha as never troubling him Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are they uh, the his movies won't get released. A lot of his oh. movies uh, got uh, you know postponed. There's so many issues that that's very much aware of the public. Even everybody knows this. Like it's not a, a secret thing. Most North Indians don't know all these. Yeah, this is this is very see. Jalalita and Karnanidhi were very much of autocratic people. If you speak against them. uh when they are in power like when especially if you're not uh someone uh, you know especially the movie industry in tamil nadu is controlled by the politics politicians because it has such a control over the people yes every single tamil person watches yes. tamil movies yes 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 we are very much attached to movies every tamil person yes 
uh, we uh, love, even in villages, we love watching movies. even in like yes. extreme high class society. Yes, yes. We love watching movies. Why so much love? See, if you see the history of Tamil Nadu, uh, I think in after 1970s, the Karunanathi was a was from cinematic field. He is from cine field. MJR is from cine field. Jalalita is from cine field. Now uh, the next potential leaders who are rising is from cine field. Let's take Kamal Hassan. He is from cine field. There's one guy called Simon. He is from cine field. Uh, next uh, if Vijay is coming, he is from cine field. So mostly. people kind of drawn to cinema so whatever they see maybe in the past uh, generation it's like that i don't think it's going to work anymore uh, the stalin son udayanidhi stalin he's he got into politics now he's a mp um, but he to get into politics he first acted in movies so if you want to make it big in politics you got to be uh, you know in cinema so cinema is very much connected with the people correct me if i'm wrong but sharukh khan's popularity also exists in tamil nadu definitely it is there definitely uh, but not too many other hindi film actors are that no popular. no 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 is it because sharukh khan has made event appearances regularly in tamil nadu that's my understanding of it he's been connected to that audience no uh, we don't uh, if you ask my you know grandparents or parents they wouldn't know much about charkan my maybe my father might know something about charkan but if you go to the village side they don't know much about charkan how we got to know about him is charkan is being portrayed as a as a handsome man like uh, whenever there's a, a conversation or something happening in tamil movies uh, it, it when it comes to describing a beauty of a person don't act like as if you're charkan uh. so this kind of statements are made very often so we know him But especially if you see aishwarya aishwarya rai uh, and for tamil people no matter how many uh, you know miss world comes it will only be aishwarya for world beauty for us it will only be aishwarya I, for all the time i think that's for all indians oh yeah uh, really yeah, yeah pretty much right for like, us it's always aishwarya rai she is our favorite of beauty for india yeah. all over the world like if you just purely talk about beauty Do you, do you all watch Tamil dubs? No. 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 Want, I tell you why I know this because we tried launching a Bihar Vice Tamil channel some years ago. Oh, okay. And people were like, instead of having it dubbed, you need an actual Tamil guy yes. explaining the same concepts. Yes. We That don't like better. dubbing things in Tamil Nadu. Mm. We hate dubbing things. This is so important culturally to understand a particular region's preferences. This is why yeah. businesses can't expand beyond a certain country. Yes. Region, which is my next question to you. How? As an entrepreneur, or even as a content creator, mm-hmm. how do I appeal to the Tamil audience? How do you appeal? Other than other than maybe speaking Tamil myself. Ha <laughs> ha! Definitely, that's not possible. If it's it's Tamil is a very you know uh, a very deep language. You cannot learn it so easily. It's a very uh, uh, it's a difficult language to be honest. But but if there's a guy who actually makes an attempt to learn Tamil, like a clearly North mm-hmm. Indian, that'll be appreciated a lot. I'm Definitely, sure. we love that. We even okay. you know the if if a North Indian guy speaks in Tamil, you'll be celebrated, man. Okay. Make me do a marriage proposal <laughs> in Tamil. <laughs> you say I'll I'll like follow after you. <laughs> marriage proposal in the sense you wanna. I wanna say that if there is an eligible Tamil lady out there. <laughs> I'm an ethical, humble, <laughs> Rajnikan loving, North Indian guy, but I'm one of the exceptions. <laughs> How do I say it? I'll I'll tell it. Now, remember, na Allah, Olikamana. Na Allah, Anand. Na 
விருப்பப்படுறேன் <laughs> <laughs> No problem. It's good. This That's is going to become actually. a nice reel. And then we're going to circulate it in Tamil Nadu through digital marketing. Thank you. Yeah. Especially if this leads to me finding my wife. <laughs> You'll definitely find her. Would, would Tamil girls be ready to marry someone outside of Tamil definitely, culture? Definitely, definitely. Really? So much we actually, if you see, uh, almost half of the Tamil girls like North Indian guys. Really? Yes. half of the tamil boys like malayali girls i can tell you on behalf of me and my punjabi friends and bros mm-hmm. we'd be very open to uh, <laughs> dating and marrying south indian girls <laughs> tamil right? girls like north indian guys to be honest i know it's a, you know four of the girls i've dated ever in my life out mm-hmm. of like maybe seven or eight have been south indian because of intellectual conversation okay don't go and tell a tamil girl that you have dated four and five girls you will not be considered ah uh, <laughs> no in tamil culture it's like uh, one man for one woman it's okay. very much still exists okay. there okay how do i ask for forgiveness in tamil ena manichidinga ena manicharinga okay that's it yeah that's the i am sorry yeah <laughs> But I am Pavam. Like, <laughs> you are very much Pavam. Yeah, yeah. See, you like cute, you've, you've done the podcast now, so you know my energy. <laughs> Tell me this. So, okay, really, like, like uh, Tamil girls would be open to marrying outside the community. We are very much, but uh, of course, uh, the parents. When it comes to parents, it's a question. We don't. Parents don't like it, but Tamil girls are like. I can say to some extent, we are obsessed with uh, North Indian guys. Like. Really? Yeah, you see the kind of uh uh maybe I'm not sure if if people do that now but when I was in my teenage like I was obsessed with North Indian serials and I just loved the I we loved North Indian guys to be honest. Why? People even the Tamil boys na they they make fun of uh you know being obsessed with North Indian guys. Uh, they make fun of you know saying like you'll end up with some pani puri but if you go go wow. like this. So that's something uh, you know like offensive but Tamil you know guys saying that you know you why are you preferring North Indian guys over us. But I, those I guys want, I also want to know that. <laughs> it's just we don't know but uh, it's just maybe i don't know okay is it is it because north indian guys seem exotic this for example in north india i'll tell you this mm-hmm. i'm not generalizing here but most north indian guys have a general crush on either bengali girls oh, or okay. south indian girls it's oh, like one okay. of the two oh am i kind of right in saying this yeah see the boys in my room at least <laughs> agree so is there like a part of north india that you all think is maybe the cinema mm, so the cinema has its uh, impact i think uh, the especially the serials uh, the north indian serials the 
see the romance the way north indians dress the romance kind of thing is kind of little low in tamil cinema oh. the way the rom- if you see the movies of shahrukh khan uh, who else uh, let's take ranbir kapoor ranveer uh, it's a kind of romance they are doing nobody does that in tamil nadu man it's tamil romance is kind of very subtle subtle aspect in tamil nadu culture yeah yeah so mm. when we see that in the movies uh, we want it like that women like romance maybe yeah you know uh, honestly i so my parents are now looking for arranged marriage situations <laughs> and they are like what do you want i said preferably south indian <laughs> just but i am not making this up i said either south indian or pahadi ah, like okay. pahadi is hills ah, okay yeah uh, because they the way like gentle calm mm-hmm. but it was one of these two uh So I hope this is also a part of the arranged marriage situation. Wow, South Indian girls are obsessed with North Indian boys. I didn't know this. This is news to me. Actually, like I can't say all of them, but a certain part of the girls are definitely. Is it because there's a bad boy image in North Indian boys? A little bit. No, it's because of the gentle boy image. Like Tamil go- Tamil boy. boys are yeah exactly chocolate boy. Tamil boys are like a little kind of uh, you know macho. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they are like they they like to be very macho. Mm. When we see movies of you know North Indian guys romancing and be very gentle with girls, we kind of maybe like that. Wow. And even if you're a romantic uh, hero in Tamil Nadu, uh, let's see who's the who's at the top of romance now. Let's take Simbu. Most of his movies are romantic movies. But he'll always be a macho, even in romance. He'll be <laughs> like. But if you see the movies of Ranveer Singh, he'll be like very like a feather. He'll treat a woman with a, uh, you know, uh, like, like Shahrukh Khan. Yeah, Shahrukh Khan. See, treating women with respect. Yeah, respect and be gentling with a. Don't uh, you know show their manliness towards a man. Women like that. Okay. Wow, this conversation is great. <laughs> Become a whole new tangent for North Indian boy education. You know, we began talking about Chola Empire. Now we reach Tamil dating preferences. <laughs> What is the dating situation in Tamil Nadu? Because I am assuming that it is an orthodox society where parents have a lot of say. So therefore, dating is not a very common thing. Possibly other than in Coimbatore, Chennai, these places. Am I right? Yes. So even I don't uh, understand this concept of dating. Like I don't go by this. For us, love has to happen. You shouldn't purposefully go and meet someone just to you know uh, fall in love. I don't think that's uh, that that how happened. Maybe the, maybe the way I brought up is something like that. So dating is maybe in Chennai it's prevalent. Other parts of the Tamil Nadu, it's not at all there. I can sure. Do people use Tinder, Bumble, these apps? Mostly, we don't. Really? Ah, uh, no. Like very less <sighs> part of the people. Maybe if you have Tinder, you'll be looked down upon for sure. If a boy and girl who are clearly college students are seen in a cafe or a bar together, uh, are they looked down upon? Are they like what? You're going to bar. You'll get a slap for sure, even from the. From the person who don't even know you, if you are in a bar as a teenager, you'll get you'll get slapped for sure. In Chennai, maybe now they don't have these things. But if 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 you come to my village, if I'm seeing someone in the in the bar, a uh, a very teenager boy, I'll definitely call him and what are you doing here? Go to your house. This is not the place you should be. Wow. We'll tell that for sure. If in the village side, I'm not sure how much it's happening in Chennai. I've been to Chennai very less times, like four five times. Uh, so I I'm I see I know the culture uh, from the friends I have but I I haven't really explored the city much but um, 
if you if this is the kind of things happening if i see some school girl and boy sitting uh, you know in some park or speaking are they going overboard if they are college students fine they are up to the age if they are school means no you shouldn't do that go back to your school if you're cutting out on school i'm not just me anyone will say that for sure mm in the dating now you have a age uh, category in tamil nadu uh, especially if we come to village things uh, people don't accept you cannot just bring your bring home your girlfriend boyfriend say see i'm dating him i'm dating no it don't work like that unless you're reaching the marriage point if you're telling your parents means you're getting married next month otherwise you don't tell your parents okay uh and people prefer not to date multiple people as in not at the same no. time <laughs> i don't mean that so good power i'm asking a question here <laughs> you date multiple people at the same time no not at the same time not at the same time but in throughout your life like from say we don't prefer that actually but anyway it will happen it's not something uh, you know uh, you 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 just marrying one you just fell in love with one person you end up marrying him maybe in the in the before generation it happened like that but now it's definitely not that people are dating multiple people you know uh, persons i have seen that my friends have done that so it's not a uh, you know um, it's okay but we still prefer having you know uh, it's not a very easy concept breaking up falling in love means your your goal is marriage in mm. tamil nadu mm. it's not just some the the kind of languages you have like situations mm. no if you uh, approach any girl or boy with this thought definitely you'll get slapped for sure this is very much a cultural identity you if you wanna be in love with someone if you wanna be in a relationship the end goal is without even telling it's marriage only mm. it's marriage obviously other than so just casually hanging out just casually doing things don't okay. work on tamil nadu okay there was a hindi movie called sathiya made okay uh in 2002 mm-hmm. it had vivek oberoi uh i don't know whether it was entirely a copy i believe it was entirely a copy of a tamil movie with r madhavan that... uh, what is that theme of the movie i don't nahi yaar sathi ka wo just tell me the theme of the movie i'll play the song which we obviously can't play okay You'll... i remember it's you... a, a hero who you know manipulates the girl wait just hear the beginning you'll know exactly okay. what movie by Vivek Oberoi and okay. uh, then I might be wrong. Yeah, but uh, I would assume that Tamil culture is very romantic after music like this. Yeah, and you're so, saying it's not actually that romantic. See, it's romantic in the sense um, you can identify very few romantic films in Tamil. The movies are not that romantic. You can the, you can pick the numbers. You can count it out. What about the people? The people you say. we are shy in expressing romance mm. maybe mm. Uh, it it doesn't happen very openly uh, what do you say uh, i i faced this problem with someone i dated ah okay she was very not expressive 
she was south indian and she okay. always say that listen it's not a part of my culture to be this vocal Sure. And I'm Punjabi on the other hand. I'm saying, oh, your face, <laughs> your, the way you. If you ever let me tell you this clearly, if you come to me and say, wow, you look so beautiful, I'll fall for you for sure because no Tamil guy. <laughs> the book, oh the book fell. <laughs> my word has some power. <laughs> the book fell behind us. But I want to hear you complete this thought. It's okay if Manjot is in the background of this podcast. <laughs> say what you were saying. It's okay. okay. So, uh, if you come to me and say, you know, if you speak to me in a very less romantic way, like if you come to me and say, like you just look like a, uh, you are the beautiful woman I have ever seen. I'll fall for you for sure mm. because Tamil guys don't express. know how to express a, you know. romantic things we the, the movies you say you played na it was mostly fav it, it's a favorite thing for girls ah oh, boys okay. favorite movies will be different action based yeah mostly mostly they are kind of very rustic people so uh, it's women expect romance but the tamil guys are very kind of they're very shy people if you they'll talk to you in a bro manner Mm. If you expect romance from them, they are very far behind it, man. Like that's why maybe people like North Indian guys because you are you kind of yeah expressing no. romance. If I even I'll tell you something. If a guy and girl are dating in Tamil Nadu for years, there are hardly no chances that he would have told her that how beautiful she is, how she's admiring her. Then mostly their conversation will be very random. They they won't uh, even though he finds her very beautiful, he won't tell her that that will be his. It's not that he don't want to tell because just I want to be macho man. It's it's because when a macho man comes, you know, in contact with a girl, he becomes a very shy person. He becomes a very uh, you know he couldn't handle that emotions. He couldn't he didn't know how to express that because he wasn't. Uh, Conditioned that way all his life, uh, his you know soft side is getting explored, but he couldn't tell that to the girl. If you're dating someone, there's high high chances that he never told her that how beautiful she is. Mm. The way it, that's why we are admiring uh, the Hindi singers. The way you you know the touch the women, touch the you know girl. The way you speak to a girl. The way you admire her. that things th- people tamil by tamil guys definitely admire girls they they are like so mad with you they'll be so mad with you but they don't know how to express it okay time to move to chennai yeah <laughs> <laughs> you'll find a lot of girls for sure if you really? speak if you if you speak like this you'll find a lot of girls there are two things that are very central to at least punjabi culture mm-hmm. the first is flexing like showing off in something you know your brain or your car or mm-hmm. you know your money But the second thing totally is love. It's like flexing, but from the perspective of oh, I've gotten my family this, I've gotten mm. my girl this, my even even like if 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 you ever have a Punjabi partner, even if it's a Punjabi girlfriend, the love is more fierce. It's like very oh. fiery, like it's genuine, true love. I think that's how you're raised. Love is a very central part of your family life. Maybe maybe that's the cultural exchange. I would see. Like. It's also that it's a what do you see. Tamil family mostly, uh, if you take my even the younger elder generations, the women's will be the decision makers at the house. 
the women will be the decision makers uh, even though in outside world it shows like the man making decisions if you come if you look into the household things it will be the women who will be the decision makers men listen to women in tamil nadu it's not like uh, they have that equal opportunities equal responsibilities in tamil nadu when it comes to romance they can't be without each other it's just the way they express is not cinematic is it's a uh, it's very little things maybe uh, for example um, my my appa cannot live without my amma for you not even for one hour if she goes outside he will go mad uh but he would never tell her that i love you so much uh, i cannot do without you he'll always make fun of her they'll always you know uh poke each other but they'll never tell each other that they love each other uh, for example my amma won't do that either also i'll tell you something uh just few days back my my uh, he's age na 50 he started coughing a lot she she literally a lot of times she told i wouldn't even cry if you die she told this a lot of time he coughed a little bit you know extra she cried for the whole night <laughs> so the thing is they they bond with their attachment is so uh, you know uh, intense intense they won't able to move on if if it's mm-hmm. broken mm-hmm. if it's broken they won't able to move on but the way of expressing is kind of little non romantic way okay ah uh, no i hear you All right now i think we'll move on from like the dating and pr uh, angles but cool i got to know a lot me one last question because this is kind of becoming an educative podcast for me about tamil culture in general you know the irritation for all south indians in general is why do you categorize us as one my angle to that is i think that's what films have done hmm. and that's what cultures and that's why you'll see a lot of north indians categorizing all south indians as one or oh, you're south indian you're general mm-hmm. I want to know what the actual differences are in the five states. Little from an educative perspective, there's so much difference. You like you can say from the North Indian point of view, uh, how everything you know the South Indian culture is same, but it's the same difference as you have a Punjabi household, Bihari household, Gujarati. What kind of cultural difference is there? You know, if if I'm seeing from a, since I. kind of get to know about the cultural things i know the things but if you ask a common tamilian man he'll say north indian states are same mm. the same mindset or you know uh, is there with the north indians also the culture is as different as the rajasthani or punjabi or gujarati also the kerala culture is extremely different from the tamil um i think maybe kannada and telugu is kind of little same. Uh, little sameness as that uh i think the tamil and telugu is also kind of little same as the sameness is there but still it's a lot of different culture okay the the practices the rituals there's a lot of differences uh, but it's kind of still will fall under one category uh, can, the basics of the things can you draw out the mentality differences little bit mentality in the sense this is based on me having traveled to all the mm. states like i feel generally when you're on the presence of south indians in general conversation is little more intellectual it goes into yeah. that i don't know why that is but i'm assuming that education has been highlighted for many generations not just the last two or three on an average when you compare to the rest of india uh, and every state has its own traits like especially if you live in a place like mumbai or delhi you can very quickly say who's from where you know oh, okay. you you know who the punjabi is you kind of know who the maharashtrian is you know who the gujarati is uh 
keeping that same perspective in mind i generally feel uh, tamilians have like the most pride about being tamilian amongst the four amongst the five states yes and i find that little less in karnataka for example ha i think that they're very just chill about like ha yeah. whatever it's a very relaxed culture like kannadigas again i might be wrong this is based on just me going to bangalore and around bangalore yeah it's just bangalore thing na bangalore is like another mumbai so you cannot okay. uh, Conclude Understand. the culture on okay. on Fair. the basis of Bangalore. Fair. Bangalore is for even I'm going to Bangalore means it's very much of a outside culture for me. Okay, okay, all right. And uh, not traveled enough in Telangana or AP uh, to know. I think they're very food oriented. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I can say. And probably if I had to uh, attach words to um, Malayali culture. uh it's like deeply intellectual like at least the all the malayalis i've met it's very high level conversation usually wanting to have that little deeper conversation that vibe is there that's all i know again it's very surface level i can talk a lot about places that i've seen uh but i would like you to help me mentality wise what are the differences mentality wise it's i would say it's almost the same like okay it's almost the same um what do you say education will be given preference in mm. south india mm. like even if you don't if you can't feed your your kids you'll send them to school because they think education is the way out uh, i'll tell you something um, the when britishers left the education you know rate of tamil nadu was 7% after kamarajas period in just like 10 years uh, it rose up to 37% so mm. they were like the all the political you know politicians were so leaders were so focused on education educating the people the schools even now education will be given at most importance in tamil nadu uh, same wise goes with kerala also it's uh, almost the uh, highest educated state in tamil nadu uh, i haven't been to much of karnataka and andhra either I, i've been to kerala uh, but they are also i think very much the cultural aspects are kind of same but different how do you say this okay it's it's mostly the same culture but in a different <laughs> way hmm. so mentality if you ask me about the mentality it's almost the same people okay. uh, i can resonate easily with a andhra you know telugu person rather than a north indian hmm. i can you know connect with easily with a telugu person uh rather than a punjabi person okay so if I'll, i just if you have to see the words they describe and talk to there are so much difference in that in tamil nadu uh usually if you talking talking to women uh they say emma ipdi pandra vaanga ma ponga ma ennanga ma ipdi pandringa so amma amma that's the village side we'll call uh, all the women as amma uh but the same thing i spoke to a andhra guy he suddenly but mostly the amma sentence will be used for the younger sorry elder ladies he called me amma no amma you shouldn't do this i was like so emotional when he called me amma like no one called me like that hmm. so the the kind of addressing the women the treating how they treat the women i think telugu is also same with romance thing that that will also apply for the telugu culture generally i think the south of our country is little less sexist little less it's a controversial statement from my end but um, it is what it is I, what i'm seeing in the movies about the rural side of north india is true it's definitely south india's like sexist it's very subtle you know like i mean 
in um, it's very subtle in cities there, there is sexism we see even in cities um <clears throat> traveled through india it's just south india safer for women there's less crime in general i again you can't generalize i'm sure there are pockets of south definitely. india which are dangerous see uh, definitely oh, the one thing is exceptions are not examples anyway mm. so it's definitely there yeah. there will be always crimes happening there will always be issues there we shouldn't portray that as examples what we see as the overall you know outcome of the society that's what should be considered as an example it's definitely south india is safer for women i feel i'll feel definitely you know safe to travel in south india rather than north india uh, i'm not saying you know um, i i'm not trying to belittle uh, the north indians no, but not. if any girl is in trouble in south india mostly i'm saying 90% of the time i can go to any man and ask anna can you help me on this they'll help they'll mm. actually help you but uh, i wonder i'm not sure about the north indian that culture is not so the case. oh seriously yeah. i'm not to be honest i'm not haven't traveled to much of the north india it's only what i'm seeing in the news and movies so my idea of north india could be wrong there are pockets which are very safe like i feel the hills mm-hmm. strangely are very safe okay yeah like parts of himachal pradesh <coughs> parts of uttarakhand mm-hmm. generally if i have and i do have a sister i have a mother mm-hmm. if i'm dating a nice tamil girl at any point then uh, <laughs> i won't be comfortable with her traveling alone across north india oh okay at least go with someone so in tamil in tamil nadu i can easily go anywhere like yeah. alone i can go and do things um, but of course in the night time we wouldn't suggest mm. because mostly nice guys don't come out night time mm. you you have uh, the restriction night time okay. restriction even for boys in tamil nadu really is so it's so much there you cannot step outside of home after 9 o'clock okay. girls are like girls are expected to come home at least before it's getting dark boys are little lenient in that you you get until 8 or 9 but once your dinner is over you're not allowed outside if you going outside means you're not you're not a good kid you're not obedient to your parents you are like a waste fellow i'll give you cultural difference mhm the moment i finished my 10th standard or maybe even one year before mm-hmm. that probably in 9th 9th vacations mm-hmm. time if i stepped out of my house at 6 pm there would be nights would come back at 7 am in the morning what no yeah, way yeah. see you how what your parents worry about you like oh my god like if if i was a mother i would be so terrified if yeah. my kid is not at home by 9 i would be so terrified like it's probably just city upbringing i don't know in bombay even in chennai i'm telling you yeah even in chennai a boys uh, if you go to chennai maybe if, if it's work related thing mostly it's 9 na- no no in chennai it's like 10 11 it's all shut down so maybe the younger guys are not going out and you know exploring the city but if you come to my places and all mostly at the 9 9:30 it's all shut down yeah. if you go out in the 11 whole you know area will be empty even the city's main cities will be empty yeah. that phase where i used to leave my house and this happened from the age of 14 oh no up to now it's happening now no way <laughs> no way it started as early as 14 and i'll tell you what it was the most character building time for me because i saw very dangerous parts of mumbai i went to like proper crime infested parts like i went to i went inside dharavi you know dharavi is slum yeah, dog millionaire yeah, yeah. i went in there to just explore in a, with a group of guys when i was like 15 it it was the most character building time for me but it was also imagine one single thing goes wrong 
I it's got done. I I got ruined like I had bad habits and I think they also formed in this phase. Ah. Uh, you know so I don't think I did the right thing but it also formed my character and I feel that character hadn't formed I wouldn't be able to podcast I wouldn't be able to do content so I'm not batting for any side. But not everybody you know yeah. comes back to the M- most people get ruined. Yeah. I had two sets of friends from that phase. One of that set has become entrepreneurial. The other set has wasted their life. like um gotten deeper into drugs not doing anything or doing very small jobs the other side is doing ferociously well so you you put yourself at the risk of going on one of the extremes if you're a bit of a bad just boy one bad, bad step you're gone yeah, yeah so it's it's a very much a risky thing i would rather uh, I, i would rather encourage a restricted yeah upbringing you want me to give you an account of some of the stuff i saw Yes, please. You know, just I'm sharing my experiences. Yes, I'm not please. done on the show. Yeah, so I never got that chance. Okay. Uh, there was this phase where dance bars were banned in Mumbai. Okay. And it used to be a very prevalent thing. This is when I was like thirteen, fourteen. Mm-hmm. We used to read about dance bars in the news, and it was very, it was like normal. You know, you mm-hmm. would actually hear watchmen and taxi drivers saying, "Ha, wah, dance bar." It was a very normal thing in mm-hmm. Mumbai. Nobody knew what dance bars are. and our image of dance bars was created because of hindi films yeah that oh, there might be a dance inside there'll be drunken men and i was always curious and utne mein dance bars got banned mm-hmm. now a lot of those dancers eventually went to prostitutions or lost i mean they went to prostitution or lost their jobs and then had to figure out something else so this was a big part of news and there was more curiosity about dance bars now i remember this is when i was 17 just after my 12th standard 17 or just turned 18 and i was curious and i was very exploratory i wanted to see what's out there So the trend in my life that time was I would go with two three of my other curious guy friends, some of whom have become entrepreneurs, some of whom have gotten wasted mm. now in life. We go out at night at twelve a.m. one a.m. Find a friendly taxi driver, um, and just say, "Listen, take us to a dance bar." He'd be like, "You're sure you want to go?" And we'd say, "Yeah." So he takes us to a place which you can't even tell there's something inside. It just looks like a normal building. but there's a very hefty guy standing outside just like this he sees 18 year olds walking in he looks at us he says ha inko jaane do like let these guys go through you go inside one door then there's a soundproof door behind that door okay when you open the soundproof door there is a big hall there are maybe five or six women in sarees little sexy sarees okay just standing but not like anything too crazy you know just like slightly better than normal standing no dancing happening and then there's like tables at the edges of that room and every table has a group of guys one table has a group of uncles one table has us one table has a group of like clearly corporate professionals just coming there and one table clearly looks more dangerous and is the high status table in the bar so you know that it's probably some gangster or some high profile person And the thing is, when you go out in the city and have experiences like this, you also start becoming a better reader of people. You start catching vibes of people much more easily. I think that's been a big blessing from this bad boy phase of mine. Now we are eighteen-year-olds just absorbing the reality of being in an illegal dance bar at this time because it's not legal to to have dance bars in Mumbai. Okay, and you see all these weird things happening like. waiters will come up to you ask you to order alcohol the alcohol is priced much more but you don't want to seem like you're a kid so then my friends would like order <laughs> alcohol there uh the waiter would then bring out a big like bar of notes 
and every 15 minutes you would like throw notes on all the dancers and they're not even dancing they're just standing there uh and then the waiter kind of comes to us and says listen these are also some of them are prostitutes so if you want do you want me to talk to them and we just say no we're 18 years old <laughs> like you're kind of scared already with all this going on but then some of them would eye you and they would keep staring at you till you ha- like till they've caught your attention okay we went there for a few nights we ended up like three nights over the next two weeks just to see what that environment was but there was this one night where that powerful table that i spoke about you know the high status table we saw a guy remove a gun oh my god <laughs> imagine you i cannot i i'm seriously getting heart attacks like imagine my i can't even imagine my kid you know getting yeah. exposed to these kind of things yeah. it's heartbreaking we saw a guy remove a gun he's clearly drunk oh okay? my and he god. just removed it from his pocket and kept it on the table nothing like and it was probably to just generate the effect that actually happened he was trying to scare the 18 year old group we looked at each other and we we just like paid our bill and ran out no came back <laughs> okay and then we went to like a slightly fancier dance bar also just the same thing but slightly bigger more expensive these things happen uh weed is a very big thing like i'm sure it's a big thing in tamil nadu now as well honestly alcohol is very much prevalent in tamil nadu it's being sold by the government itself so people are getting addicted to alcohol but weed uh, this is cal- cultural identity if you are into alcohol means uh, you all that's still a shame in uh, being a alcoholic in tamil nadu if your son is you know drinking means you no one will marry Respect. your son mm. okay. you even uh, that's this guy uh, i got a marriage proposal from a, uh, it's a very well respected family rich family they just told that a guy drinks like uh, this guy drinks like three times in a week three times in a week but is not addicted but he, he just uh, casually he drinks social drinking my father said strictly my father is an alcoholic himself but he said strictly i will not give my girl to anybody who is a who is a alcoholic who is a drinking he shouldn't we have this idea when you're you know giving a girl into a family that guy shouldn't drink that guy shouldn't smoke we have this only then we'll get into it if the lot of chances the they'll lie about it and get married to but if you say that you ha- you you'll just casually drink the high chances you don't you won't get a yeah. girl to marry you mean there's an alcohol problem like they're addicted yes it's very much it's very much happening the even i've seen videos of a school guy he you know bought alcohol went and drank you know somewhere and he couldn't even walk back like he's kind of saying the alcohol is is kind of killing tamil nadu the government should really look into it but it's uh, the thing is majority of the income for the government is coming from alcohol in tamil wow. nadu you don't the kind of money i'll tell you the the ministers are arranging meeting with the you know the officers and discussing how to increase the sales alcohol it's definitely making good money for them they need money i'm not blaming them they need money to run the government they cannot you know uh, we always have this uh, uh, you know whenever there's an election manifesto there'll be one thing uh, very common in all the parties that uh, alcohol will be banned in tamil nadu but no parties will never done that even this government they they promise that the alcohol will be banned but when if you ask now they'll be like we never said that so this kind of things will always always be there and government cannot function without this money because it's like some 
30000 crores and all uh, i think it's for month what I, something i don't know the very huge money okay. majority part of the income for tamil nadu comes from the alcohol you mean tamil nadu government yes for government majority part of the tamil nadu government income is coming from alcohol wow. so they they couldn't completely shut it down and there is a drinking problem right now definitely it is highly there the, it's kind of increasing it's seeing a huge rise okay. i see a lot of teenage boys and girls are getting into drinking uh, i see they are of course it's not socially acceptable uh, but it's happening the drinking problem is increasing hugely and recently uh, the government uh, opened a kind of automated machine for buying alcohol really yes it's it, it got a huge backlash so i think they are taking it back so it, it as a definitely the alcohol problem is getting little so bad in tamil nadu the government will have to look into it but i don't know the ma- major part of the income is coming from alcohol they need to find an alternative otherwise it's going to kill the state for sure wow okay. for sure it's 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 a very huge thing happening in tamil nadu it's just in the past uh, 10 15 years it's happening before that the alcohol was there but there'll be a shame attached to it mm. uh, if you drink al- alcohol your family will you know will not be respected in the society but now it's uh, it's kind of uh, becoming a common thing see it just i can't imagine someone actually told the potential you know marriage alliance people that my son will be you know he has a drinking problem and when we say drinking we don't say just drinking it's a drinking problem mm-hmm. for us yeah like generally do you think very generally speaking is tamil nadu's future going to a good place technologically financially uh politically or you know you would like not to comment <laughs> if you'd like not to comment no problem definitely see we as a society we 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 are evolving all the time it's not like uh we want to stay back but the thing is we have a ethical ways we want to stay in connect with the culture also uh we wouldn't be okay with i'm telling you you said about the uh, women dancing in the bar na i'll tell you how uh, they came looks to you and they approached you for prostitution right i'll tell you a few incidents a uh, few prostitutes shared their incident with us if you're standing as a as a teenage boy or as an 18 year old or a very young boy uh, in a bus stand or something like that if you approach a prostitute she'll tell you go home I, I, otherwise i'll call your parents she'll tell you the prostitute will tell you because uh, it's not culturally as accepted if you're a younger uh, i mean elder boy it's kind of they're kind of okay with that the the you know uh, how do you lead the younger generation it's kind of a very much uh, a cultural thing in tamil nadu we i'm very sure there is no dancing bars in Ta- tamil nadu there will ever be the bars will be there maybe the clubs are there now people are drinking and dancing but it's a most of a social thing there'll not be one woman dancing where other you know men lust upon her that's a that won't be happening in tamil nadu i guess that uh, i think the government won't let it happen for sure because the government also very clear in the suspects i really allow that part of the government uh, even the culturally people won't be okay with that just uh, making a women dance and sitting all and watching i don't think that would be okay with us either okay this turned out different from the conversation i was expecting <laughs> 
but it was a fun conversation uh kirti history <laughs> <laughs> you can cut the history part but we never talked about it kirti tamil culture that's what i was <laughs> good conversation for you yeah definitely it was huh? like it's been i never even looked up look back to the to these things in our tamil culture when you ask these questions i'm kind of ah yeah it's like that mm. it, it feels like that uh the reason i'm doing this show mm-hmm. is primarily to spread free of course education and i hope that reaches every part of our country i know that there's going to be a lot of tamil kids who'll watch this particular podcast to them i'd like to say go see the other episodes <laughs> <laughs> this was one of those conversations which i just wanted to have for myself you know so i'm glad we did this and usually these are the ones that translate to the best content yeah. as well yeah uh so i just had a lot of fun kirti tamil culture <laughs> <laughs> and i hope you had fun as well yeah definitely uh, maybe the next time we'll do some historical conversations Something. but for thank sure. you for today and i hope you had a good experience thank you thank you it was really nice thank you so much okay cool that was the episode for today if you're someone from tamil nadu please spread this episode as far as is possible tell me which other tamil celebrities or tamil spokespeople you'd like to see on the show give us guest recommendations tell us how we can expand further into tamil nadu and the other four southern states what am i doing right what am i doing wrong as a podcaster help me build this podcast further i think the southern region of india is a huge reason i didn't stop the english podcast the southern region and the northeast region honestly uh I want to keep growing this English podcast and I'm only going to be able to grow it through your support. So tell me how I can make the podcast reach further into Tamil Nadu, into Kerala, into Telangana, into Andhra Pradesh, into Karnataka. And if you're watching this from the rest of India, as usual, give me your feedback in the comment section and please tell me how we can improve our podcasting. Tell me what you thought about this one as well. Kitty history will be back on the Ranveer show and we'll be talking about history in that particular episode. Ranveer and the TRS team will be back curious as ever, excited as ever, positive as ever. Keep listening to TRS.